For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Sollins. Parliament welcomes a new speaker. I rise to nominate my colleague, the member for Red Bay, Sir Alden McLaughlin. It is my distinct honour and deep pleasure to second this nomination. I now declare that the Honourable Sir Alden McLaughlin is the Speaker of the Parliament of the Cayman Islands. Sir Alden McLaughlin's was the only name put forward by MPs in a show of unity on both sides of the House. He was then sworn in by Her Excellency the Governor, Jane Owen. Her Excellency the Governor, all rise. I, Sir Alden McNee McLaughlin, do swear that I will well and truly serve His Majesty King Charles III, his heirs and successors, and the people of the Cayman Islands in the office of Speaker of Parliament of the Cayman Islands. So help me God. The governor was the first person to offer her congratulations to Sir Alden, offering words of support and encouragement before the start of the day's business. In a few moments, Sir Alden will assume the mantle of the speaker's robes. And with that, sir, the responsibility to oversee and guide this house, which is the representation of the highest form of democracy we have here in our beloved Cayman Islands. Sir Alden is the elected member from Red Bay and has previously served in several high-ranking posts, including Premier. In his first address as Speaker, Sir Alden took the opportunity to call for cohesion. It is time for a reset, to try again to give the country mature and stable government. The Speaker expressed appreciation to the Premier for having the confidence and courage to ask him to take on the role. Mr. McLaughlin is the chair of the Progressives and founder member of the party, which is the opposition, but vowed to preserve the independence and the integrity of the office of the Speaker. He also had a message for all members of Parliament. I urge the members of government to put behind you the events of the past two and a half years and work assiduously and cohesively to achieve as many of the goals you have set you have set before the next election cycle rolls around. And for those who are first timers here, I should tell you, you have one year before the silly season begins in earnest. Sir Alden is a 20-year veteran politician, former premier, and attorney. After pulling more than $5.6 million allocated in this year's budget for the country's subsea cable, the new United People's Movement government says it has hired an expert to lead the, quote, critical initiative of submarine cable modernization. Radio Cayman's Paula Call reports. Dr. Ranulf Scarborough, described by the Infrastructure Ministry as a, quote, distinguished veteran of the telecommunications industry, has been selected to lead the review. The ministry says the decision to prioritize submarine cable modernization follows a recent study which flagged the, quote, national importance of Cayman's existing infrastructure for global connectivity. The ministry has entered into a partnership with Cambridge Management Consultants, a firm with experience in specialized submarine cable project development practices. CMC will also be working with Virginia-based WFN Strategies to provide government with support in areas like project planning, system procurement and execution. 
Cayman-based SPM International will also, quote, play a pivotal role in this collaborative effort. Government says the total value of this contract is just under $1.4 million. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Paul Akal. With increased demand for access to health information, the Health Services Authority launches its Healthcare Today with HSA podcast. The podcast focuses on health education, the treatment of medical conditions, preventative health care, and services available at the HSA. Episodes are streamed on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Dr. Delroy Jefferson, HSA Medical Director and Acting CEO, says they are mindful of the social impact of an unhealthy society and as the largest and longest healthcare provider on island, the HSA see it as a duty to make health information available through various channels to be accessed at any time to encourage informed decisions with one's own healthcare. With this year's hurricane season winding down, Cayman emergency responders continue to up their game. CIG TV's Donna Bush has more. Well, as part of an ongoing improvement plan for the Cayman Islands' national command structure, HMCI officials are coordinating a NEOC, or NEOC, tactical command course for a range of participants across the Cayman Islands, government and external agencies who respond in times of crisis. The course being held this week aims to equip delegates with the knowledge and understanding to prepare them to lead effectively as tactical commanders during emergencies. In turn, this will strengthen national resilience at the tactical level for responses to all major incidents. Attending tactical commanders will undertake training on appropriate response coordination through a tactical coordinating uh, group, appropriate command structures, information sharing mechanisms, risk assessments, decision making and evidence gathering. Additionally, it will support uh, responding agencies and decision makers to respond effectively and swiftly to emergencies to preserve life and protect critical national infrastructure that benefits the communities across the Cayman Islands. A man charged with two counts of causing fear and provocation of violence stands trial in summary court. Radio Cayman's Jevy Ebanks has this report. Kavar Ewan Graham stood trial in summary court today, charged with two counts of causing fear and provocation of violence, stemming from a November 2022 incident. It was alleged that while driving on a narrow road in Georgetown, Mr. Graham had an altercation with another road user, who subsequently filed a charge against him. Today, Magistrate McFarlane heard the case and shortly before delivering her sentence, told Mr. Graham that the nature of the charges should have recorded should have resulted in a recorded conviction. But thanks to the skill of what the courts described as an experienced counsel, Mr. Graham received a conditional discharge. The courts ruled that in compliance with the sentencing, Mr. Graham is to keep the peace and have no contact with the complainant. He is to stay out of trouble for the next year and undergo anger management therapy and comply with a health professional in therapy. Pending compliance, Mr. Graham will not have a conviction recorded. Richard Barton represented Mr. Graham. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. The Visual Arts Society will be hosting their 13th annual Christmas Art and Craft Sale on Saturday, December 2nd from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. along the Paseo at Camana Bay. This year, the nonprofit organization has partnered with NCVO creating a toy drive accepting unwrapped toys to donate. 
The Visual Arts Society will be set up in a tent just past the observatory tower with a toy box ready to accept unwrapped gift donations. They will also have a fundraiser raffle with handcrafted prizes donated by local artists who are members of the society. Funds raised go to the nonprofit organization who offer support, exhibiting and art vendor opportunities, plus studio time and ceramic and art classes within the art community. Artists of the society will have tables set up with displays of their one-of-a-kind gifts, keepsakes, souvenirs, and a festive atmosphere. You can expect to find silk-painted scarves, Christmas decorations, large selections of different handcrafted unique jewelry, ceramics, acrylics, scented candles, handmade bags, rare underwater photography, framed prints, custom art cards, and so much more. And that's your evening news for Radio K-Man. I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins.